Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas, and my good friend and colleague, Dan Airy, isn't with me tonight. He's having a little bit of a night off uh, as he has uh, commenced a new role today with uh, RTE as an intern. And I want to wish Dan the absolute best of luck with that. Um, I'd say it's going to be a lot of fun, um, and it's something he has more than deserved, actually, for the amount of effort he's put in. Uh, to go and find myself a job. So tonight I'm going to try and carry the can all on my own and do the best that I can. Uh, so we're going to have a bit of music as usual. So we're going to have some uh, Donovan with Sunshine Superman. We have a great track from Nathan Mack uh, off his new album. Uh, I have an interview actually with Nathan Mack coming up as well um, because obviously he has a new album and a movie coming out uh, at the end of this week. Neve Dunphy uh, is going to be joining me uh, with Gigability um, and kind of bringing us up to date. I think she's been to Paolo Notini and a couple of other things. Uh, so it be interesting to see how she got on. Uh, I also have an interview coming up with uh, Clara Monaghan um, from Tally University Hospital. Um, and she is putting together a community choir uh, for a 10-week programme. Um, from staff and outpatients and their families um, just, you know, uh, for I would say it's, it's for something to do, but it's a little bit more than that. Um, but uh, as I said, Dan's away. He's got a job. And I'm going to play this first song for Dan. So there you have R.E.M. and the finest work song uh, for the, the amazing Dan Airy. Um, one of my uh, all-time favourite bands as well, R.E.M. I do like a bit of that. Uh, sport, if you don't mind. Uh, what an interesting weekend we've had in soccer. Um yeah, just kind of uh, crazy score lines all over the place uh, and things you thought you'd never see again. You know, Liverpool 9-0 against Bournemouth. Um, you know, that's hardly a competition anymore, really, if you're going to start knocking them, knocking them in like that. But then again, uh, Celtic went off and did something similar up in uh, the Scottish League. So maybe it's not that impossible. Uh, I think it's kind of the fourth time it's been done in the Premier League um, in its modern... Uh, guys, if you will. Uh, so that's been kind of interesting. Man United uh, finally did uh, something reasonably well, or good, or halfway, halfway decent. Uh, beating Southampton 1-0. Everton only drew with uh, Brentford. Uh, well done, Brentford, but, uh, you know, Everton have got to be doing better at this stage. And as Thomas Tuchel watched on from the stands, Chelsea beat Leicester 2 one. Uh, Man City came from 2-0 uh, down uh, to beat Crystal Palace uh, 4-2. That was a good game to watch, actually. That was really was end-to-end stuff. Um, but you got to say, Man City, absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, some bunch of players to have uh, put together uh, in that one spot. And then Sunday brought us some more uh, wonderful games. West Ham and Aston Villa, maybe not the most... Uh, Scintillating game of football, but finally West Ham uh, registered a win. And Aston Villa are very much dragging their heels now at the moment. Wolves and Newcastle, uh, a good 1-1 draw. And then we're going to come to the uh, the money-go-round that is golf. Uh, Rory McIlroy McElroy has uh, gone and done it. Uh, I was watching bits and pieces of this over the weekend. Well, I wasn't watching, I was listening to it. Uh, you know, when he was so far adrift at one stage, you were kind of going, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm playing some great golf and all the rest. 
Oh my God, did he uh, did he make a, a charge for it at the end? Um, you know, that's fine. There was a, there was a bit of a, a, a slip up, but uh, you know, I mean, when it came to it, uh, he really, really did um, pull it out of the bag. Um, you know, but I suppose he wasn't too long about giving out about live golf as well. Um, and the amount of players that are uh, heading over uh, to live golf. So I think it seems to be just his job now to uh, continuously um, bash live golf. Um, you know, I'm sure maybe else, everybody else has put him up to it. So uh, he doesn't have to, or they don't have to do it. So, you know, if he wants to be the spokesman for it, fair enough. It's all about the money, honey. And the Grand Prix, actually, um, which Dan likes a bit of. Uh, you know, nice, uh, lovely crash, um, you know, between Alonso and uh, Lewis Hamilton, um, which has led to handbags and furious finger-wagging. Um, you know, could you get it in adults? I'm not quite sure, actually. Uh, but I believe Lewis Hamilton has uh, accepted responsibility from the crash, but he's not going to speak to Alonso after his outburst. Uh, grow up, lads. Uh, you know, if you were kids. But anyway, so it looks like uh, Verstappen is going to run away with um, the Drivers' Championship. Um, let's see. There's only... Well, Leclerc is the only one close to him, actually. He's 98, he's 98 points away from Verstappen. Uh, eight rounds remaining and only 216 points available. Yeah, so even if... Uh, Verstappen must have just kind of parked it up uh, in the paddock and not do an awful lot. I think there's a good strong chance um, he's still going to win. Um, and they're saying uh, Verstappen 24, he could have it won by Singapore or Japan, which uh, are at the beginning of October. Yeah, well, you know, fair play to him. Um, there was some talk of us actually going back to the moon this week as well. Uh, but it didn't happen today. Uh, thousands of people have turned up to see the launch um, from the Kennedy Space Centre. Uh, I mean, like tens of thousands uh, of, of people had turned up, I believe, uh, even uh, American royalty were there uh, just to see what was going on. But I think somebody in the end of it kind of went, ah, don't like the temperature that, lads. We're not going to launch today. So I believe the plan is to uh, send this unmanned... Uh, spaceship uh, around the back of the moon uh, and back to Earth. It's going to take uh, it's going to take a little while. Um, uh, and it's packed with all sorts of stuff um, and apparently uh, dummies. Uh, they're going to put some dummies in there as well, uh, so they can monitor uh, how radiation is going to uh, affect people for such a journey. Uh, and it's been a while since we've been on the moon, but apparently that's the uh, next plan is to get there. Um, which will be fine, I think, really. Uh, you know, I think when I was growing up, it was all about the moon and the space race and stuff like that. So, you know, it'll be nice to finally see uh, somebody up there uh, looking down on us and, you know, we can get back to putting advertisement on the moon, which is uh, always fearsome part and all together. Uh, also in the news, uh, please offer me a seat. This is a new badge and card that has been brought out for uh, Transform Transport for Ireland, along with Invisible Disability Ireland, who I've never heard of them before. Uh, and I'm going to have to go and look them up uh, if I can find them. 
if they're invisible, it may be difficult. But I will try. Uh, so this is a new um, card, which is kind of along the lines of the jam card. Uh, just a minute card. Um, so with this badge or this card, they're kind of hoping that people uh, with hidden disabilities uh, will be able to access seating on public transport without making a song and dance about it. I think this is a good idea. Um, but I am a little bit concerned about how we are putting labels on absolutely everybody um, and everything. Um, it just seems to be that just seems to be what we want to do. Uh, we need to label. We need to have a label, and we need to make sure we're being fair. Uh, fair, fair is fair, but uh, you know you can get these badges from the usual suspects: um, Irish Rail, Dublin Bus, um, your TFI local link. Um, any of those places um, yeah and you can try and play the card and see if somebody will be uh, willing to um, give you a seat um, you know as we know not all disabilities are visible uh, many of them um, I've heard some mentioned today uh, you know uh, in the news and stuff like that in, in, in papers um, you know some of them I'm kind of going really um, I don't think that's a valid reason for uh, getting a seat. Now they're saying is this doesn't guarantee a seat, and that's fine. You know that's okay. We can we can live with that. But uh, like we also have the jam card, which uh, apparently is going down quite well. So this is just a minute so you can play the card if you're even if you're getting onto a bus and you're kind of uh, find yourself in a little bit of stress, or you know you have uh, an intellectual disability, or you have. Uh, you know, you you have your own your own little bag of issues which you, you know, you can play the card and just, you know, give me a moment, you can do it at a, at a counter. Uh, if you were banking, that's if you ever got into a bank. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know what a bank is anymore, funny enough, because they've been closed down so much. Uh, but, you know, I suppose it's positive. Uh, it's hopefully going to take us in the right direction, um, you know, which I'd be... Yeah, as cynical as I can be about these things, um, I think, yeah, it should probably be a good idea. So I think we will have a little bit of music again. I think we're going to play... Um, ooh, let's see. So there you go, Sunshine, a superstar from Donovan. Um, also, just want to let you know, the uh, Irish Wheelchair Association um, have a very special... Um, I don't know if you're technically a draw or not, but uh, they're looking for donations of €20. Euros. Uh, and for your 20 euros, you will be put into a draw um, for Garrett Brooks tickets. Um, uh, and he's wandering around here fairly shortly, I think, in Crow Park. Uh, but these are uh, particularly good tickets, of course. Uh, they're for a corporate box and there will be refreshments uh, with it. Uh, so 20 quid gets you a ticket and then 50 quid will get you three tickets. Um, if you go to the Irish Wheelchair Association uh, Facebook page, you'll find a link there. But I think it's also um, on idonate.ie. The Irish Wheelchair Association also have their run and roll coming up. And that is on the 4th of September um, at 1pm in St. Anne's Park. Uh, that's back after its break after the uh, COVID. Um, it's a little bit jazzier this week. This time, I think uh, they're getting a bit more organised. Um they are um, involved with pop-up races. Um, so you're going to get yourself a bespoke medal on the day, uh, a T-shirt, goodie bag, and I believe there's also going to be prizes for the first um, one, two, and three um, 
in the male and female. So again, it's another fundraiser for them. Um, and it all seems to be just about the money uh, lately and everybody stuck for it. Uh, Organisations just don't have it and demands are getting higher. So the ILMI, the uh, Independent Living Movement Ireland, um, they've got a webinar, webinar coming up on uh, Wednesday the 7th of September. Uh, it's about the social model of disability and how it has driven much of the success of the global disability rights movement. Um, again, it's like uh, everything you wanted to know um, about disability and were afraid to ask. Um, doing fantastic work. Um, and the Descender webinar is for anyone who, who is interested in uh, learning about, excuse me, uh, how building uh, an inclusive Ireland and why the social model is crucial for uh, informing inclusion. Uh, it's interest to politicians, uh, policy makers, public servants, uh, funders, community organisations, trade unions, equality and human rights organisations and disabled activists. Again, I suppose it's about getting organised, getting the message together and getting it out there. Um, Inclusion Ireland... Um, are not happy um, about special needs places. Um, when it comes to, obviously we're going back to school this week, pretty much, and uh, the best look to everyone is going back to school. And all the mammies and daddies are now going to have some free time on their hands. Me? Uh, I'm looking forward to it, I have to admit. Uh, no more driving around like a lunatic. Uh, trying to be everywhere at one time. Um, but there are many families who are going to be heading back to school um, who don't have a place for their kids. Um, at a place that they have isn't appropriate. Um, and it's just, it's not, um, it's not fair and uh, it's not right um, what people are being um, put through. Uh, you know, I turned on the radio or turned on the television yesterday evening um, for the 6-1 News. I don't know, I didn't turn on for 6-1 News, but the 6-1 News was on. Um, you know, uh, and there's a young, a young seven-year-old uh, on the TV uh, being interviewed, a uh, very courageous young girl, uh, Brianna Phelan, uh, who has sco scoliosis, um, and she went waiting for back surgery for three years, and her, her just, you know, again, her surgery has been um, cancelled, um, Temple Street have cancelled quite a few, um, they're kind of saying that They've run out of space. They don't have the beds. It's I think somewhere in the middle of it all. There's uh, they've been doing so well. Um, not to be defending anybody, but they've been doing so well that they don't have the space now to get people in um, for the more complex and complicated um, uh, surgeries. But you know, there's there's a young girl who uh, I don't know whether her family or herself kind of feel compelled to go. Uh, on the national airwaves and, um, you know, beg and plead, implore um, our, you know, our wonderful government and our, our health system um, to, uh, you know, help them and uh, kind of, you know, get them sorted out. Um, you know, it's, is this a first world country or, um, you know, you have to wonder at times really. Uh, earlier on this afternoon, I had the opportunity to talk to um, 
Nathan Mack. Uh, Nathan has a new uh, album coming out this um, Friday, uh, which is going to be launching down in the Workman's Club uh, in town. Um, and I had a good chat with him. Um, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to listen to it. So, Nathan MacDonald, how are you? Hello, there. I'm well. Good. Hello. How are you getting on? I am absolutely fantastic, and it's brilliant to talk to you. Um, you have uh, a fantastic album launch this week. I do. It's actually even more than that. It's a film launch as well. This is a bit, sorry, yeah, and this is a bit that I, I, I couldn't get my head over. It, it, like, it is, it's one and the same, and they're both different. So they're both part of the same project, kind of like the same world, I guess, or sort of focusing around the same theme. So the idea of starting something blue, the concept around the entire album is about starting again, or like restarting, or after something's happened to you, or after a certain period in your life, you just get that courage and that energy to get back up again, go at it another time, and almost how that's actually a nicer time to do it. It's almost like the idea that your second romance, your second love, is actually more beautiful than your first one. And your second career, your second stage of life, is actually more beautiful than your first one. And it's sort of celebrating that idea of trying again. Yeah. And the, so, yeah, so the story of the film is the two characters who stumble. Like, one of them injures himself, the other one ends up getting cheated on and suffers a really emotional breakthrough or breakup. And they both have to overcome their own problems to find love again and to move on with their lives and to once again be happy, content people. Uh, um, how, how much of this then is autobiographical? So much of it. Oh my God. When I wrote, this, <laughs> I wrote the script at the start and I sent it off to a friend and the first of the feedback he said was, Nathan, you've written a love story between yourself and yourself. Okay. <laughs> Good. You're on safe ground, so. I've exaggerated moments, of course. Like it's not exactly my life as it happens, but um, it is definitely based in my own experience. I used to be, I used to want to be a, a professional circus performer. That was my initial dream, was to be a circus performer. And then I injured myself um, in a very boring way during a very amazing show that I was doing once upon a time. And I injured my back in such a way that I couldn't keep training the way I wanted. And I kind of had to come face to face with. The fact that my body wouldn't always be as agile and fit and strong as it was then. I had to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't able to train as hard as I needed to to reach the level that I wanted to be at. So I wanted to perform for Cirque du Soleil and I wanted to perform around the world as an acrobat who could do all these amazing things with his body, but suddenly, like very suddenly, that gets taken away from me going through that whole experience of having to essentially redefine my entire personality and rebuild my dreams, that was such a big factor in my life that now I'm quite thankful for. But that's definitely informed the film, everything about the film. It's informed oh, so much of my songwriting over the years to the point where I can cram all of these songs into an album and it's got this cohesive philosophy behind it. That's how impactful that moment was, you know? I was actually sat at home watching the film Burlesque. I don't know if you've ever seen it with Cher and Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Beautiful film, beautiful, beautiful film. But I was watching it and I was just thinking all the time, like, I can do this. I can write a film like this. Not that hard to do. And after we finished watching the film Burlesque, during the, the lockdown, I just got up and I went to the piano, started writing the song Learning Curve, and then the film grew out of that song. 
Okay, so I, I'm looking at, at at some of the art here. Um, I, I do like the uh, I, I do like that. That uh, where, where, who, who did that for you? Yeah, so I've got an amazing woman called Sharon. Uh, she goes by the name Digital Online. She's a, a graduate from a youth a digital artist, and she's unbelievable. And I actually forget how I found her, weirdly enough. But I remember as soon as I did, as soon as she did the first track for me, she actually did. Carolina was the first one we did together. That's something different for Better Off Without You. But for every song since Carolina that we've released and for the current album art, I've brought, I've sent everything to her because she's just brilliant. Yeah, um, that is sharp. But if there's something just otherworldly about it, it's... Uh... Yeah, and it's like a lot of it is based off of the references that I had for her. And in the album art, which makes the, like the start of something new album art, it's just that little bit more than all the other images for the simple reason that I had a professional photographer do this album art as well, uh, Owen Behan. Amazing photographer, knows everything about light. And so he lit me perfectly. And then I sent that photograph off to Sharon, who digitally altered it perfectly. And so the, the finished album art is unbelievable for that reason. And a lot of the influences that I had visually, they come from the old video games that I played as a kid. Most importantly, a game called Kingdom Hearts, where I took a lot of imagery from that including the heart that's floating above me. And the actual album art that I've got for Start of Something Blue is the continue screen. So when you, when you okay. get a in the game, you end up in this sort of void where the body is floating, the heart is hanging over the body, and beneath it it says the word continue. And so I took crazy inspiration. I basically copied it and then recreated it in my own life. So we're, we're what? You're, you're talking about three years in, in the making of this album? And, and... Yeah. Yeah. The movie itself. Yeah, well, the, actually, the movie was was quite a quick turnaround. When I wrote it, <clears throat> when I wrote it, it was about say two months in the writing process, where I'd sent it off to a friend of mine who's a director. She helped me format it and tweak it around a little bit. And then when she decided to help me make the actual film, between that moment and the film having been finished or filmed at least, it was about a year. So I think all altogether, from the moment of conception to to the premiere, about a year and a half. The film took. The actual album itself was started, I think the first track we released was on March 3rd, 2020. And that was myself and the music producer, Brian Dwyer. Yeah, we didn't even think it was going to be an album. It was the first track we'd ever done together, the first time we'd ever really met each other. And we just got on so well and the music just sounded so good that we just kept going until it sort of formed itself an album. <laughs> so you're launching, um, you have any four more sleeps uh, launching on Friday night in The Workman's Biggest venue I've played so far, at least capacity-wise, we've got to fill that room with 250 people. I reduced the capacity down a little bit, so I think the place holds 300, 350 people. Um, but our mutual friend Neve is coming, and I wanted to make sure that there was extra space for the wheelchair, if I didn't want it to be uncomfortable. That's a brave thing to do. That's that's, <laughs> that's cutting your own throat there, I suppose, really, to some degree. <laughs> and I'll come on to like she's been such a good friend to me over the over the over the pandemic, and when we actually became friends, and she's taught me an awful lot about what it's like to be in her condition, in her situation. And it kind of just made sense. It just sort of, like, I, I honestly just made the accommodation for her as a personal friend. Um, so, yeah, so, it, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I wasn't planning to make money off this gig anyway. <laughs> well, well I'm, yeah, let's believe there's not too many tickets left, but where can people get them? Uh, you can get them on my website. You can get them on Nathan Max 
www.bluesmusic.com. You can also probably get them on the door. I think we're going to have a couple of extra tickets on the day. Okay. And then um, the album itself and the movie, where, where are we going to be able to find that? Yeah, oh, this is the complicated thing about being an independent artist. Um, you can find the film on YouTube. That'll be on YouTube. It'll be premiering at the same time on YouTube as it will be in the room. So 8.15 p.m. on the Friday. But the album itself is, is we've ha- had some complications with uploading it. And ideally, I want to say that it'll be out everywhere on Friday at 11 p.m. Ideally. Now, it won't be out in its entirety because there is a cover track on the album. And we've had some complications with the cover license and organizing that with the company. They're taking a while with it. But... It will be on my website, it will be on Bandcamp, and it will be on YouTube as well. So if you go to those three places, the album will be out in full at 11pm on the same site. So what we'll do now is we're going to have a little uh, listen to um, an interview I did earlier on today um, with Claire Monaghan um, from Tally University Hospital. Um, Claire is putting together... um, uh, community choir, um, and they're going to be rehearsing in Rua Red, uh, which is next to Square. Um, I suppose, do you know what? Uh, Clara will probably um, describe it a lot better. Clara, something very interesting going on. Yes, Sarah, um, we are beginning a new project, uh, something that we wanted to do, but COVID, COVID stops in our track, so we're finally able to run it now, and it's a uh, very exciting. It's a Tala University Hospital community choir for outpatients and their family, their friends and carers can also join the choir with them. Um, so we're trying to build a community of, of, of singers and like-minded people and who can, who can join up. And the beauty of it is it's a short-term project as well. So it's a 10-week kind of commitment to rehearsals and then we, we're going to do a concert at the end. So it's a, it's a nice little project to get involved in. Lovely. Concert at the end. Where, where are you hoping to have that? Well, it's all taking place. Rehearsals and concerts will take place in Rua Red, which is a gorgeous uh, setting, um, just, just opposite the Square Tala there. So it's a, it's a great great location, you know, very accessible for people. It is, actually. Uh, and yeah, and, and yeah, they know what they're doing there. They really have their, their, their stuff. I was going to say something else. They really have their stuff together when it comes to people and, and, and getting people into, the, into that building and art. Yeah, it's lovely. So we, we're, we, we're going to have our rehearsals there. Um, because the logistics of getting people to, to the hospital itself, we just um, couldn't, we, we just thought it'd be better to, to have it there in rural Red because it's so accessible for everyone. Not that the hospital isn't, but it's just with restrictions and sometimes it's hard to get people in the nice hospital. Absolutely, and you've got yeah. free parking in the square, and as you said, the Lewis drops there. So, yeah, no, a lot, a lot of bonuses there uh, that people get, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital because I have to pay parking. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you're, you're, you're taking away barriers. So, do we have to be able, yeah. do we have to, be able to sing? <laughs> Uh, it's mainly so there's no audition process um, it's we want to keep it as open as possible and the, our our motto will be you know it's not how it sounds it's how it feels so we want people to have a good fun experience um, and it, the goal isn't like a polished musical sound but just something where people feel included and that they can participate now hopefully we will make some sort of a nice sound but it's it's more about that, you know, getting together and, and having fun in music, you know. Okay, so are we, are we talking show hits here now? Are we talking musicals? Are we talking a little bit of uh, 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, all, all the music has just went down my head there now, actually, funnily enough. A little bit of Annie or something. I, I, had, I, had, I had better than that, but they're gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's all, it's all that kind of stuff. So we're doing um, basically an A to Z, it'll be of, of popular music and current stuff. And then we'll probably do the, something from the each decade, like the 70s, 80s, 90s, kind of keep us mixed up. And then, yeah, of course, music from the musicals and movies as well. Which I, I love as well. I love all that kind of stuff. So, um, I'm the I'm the musical director. So I'll be um, directing people and guiding them in the songs. And um, we're open to have it that uh, people can that the, the choir members themselves can tell us, you know, what they like, and, and I'll hopefully get some some music that represents, you know, the choir members as well to kind of to make sure everyone is enjoying what they're singing. Brilliant. How can people um, uh, get in contact for this? Sarah. Yeah, so it's. Uh, I should say as well that it's free of charge to join, and um, so you you, jo- you can sign up, and um, but we do ask that when you sign up, you commit to the ten week rehearsals and then the 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 concert at the end. So it's free to join, but there's a very strong commitment there, hopefully from people, and they can they can sign up by emailing um, artsandhealth@tuh.ie. So that's our email address there in the arts office. So that's A R T S A N D. Yeah, all all words, all small letters. Yeah. Arts and health at tuh.ie. Yeah. Okay. Can, can they, uh, if they don't have access to email and stuff like that, can they just rock up? Uh, we would like some sort of contact before, so maybe I'll give just the phone number as well. Yeah, we'll take that. Um, because just it'll just be more helpful for us to know, you know, kind of in advance who's coming and stuff like that. So um, the phone number in the arts office is O one. Four one four two zero seven six. Lovely. And that's the arts and health office there in the hospital. Okay, Cara, um, tell me about the arts, the arts and health yeah. office. What do you do as a senior yeah, as a so, senior musical therapist? I am curious to this now as well. Yeah. Um. So we are based in in Tally University Hospital. Um. For the last, I I don't want to say because I might say it wrong, but definitely fifteen years or more. Um. And We've been running a variety of projects and programs for patients and staff and visitors to the hospital for many years. And so the program is really varied and rich and caters for, for all types of needs. Our, our mainstays as regards programs for patients are art at the bedside. So we have two artists in residence that actually go to patients at bedside and offer them art sessions and to do, to do art while they're in hospital. And then um, we have music therapy, that's myself. So I, I go around the wards and, and see patients for individual and group music therapy. So we have loads of instruments and we can do music making or songwriting or I can run relaxation sessions for people. Loads of different uh, types of ways of working with people for whatever they need, you know. Um, and uh, what else kind of things? So we have a lovely art art exhibition that runs every season. We have a different art exhibition that runs in, in the hospital main corridor. And we have various art installations. Um, our big one um, at the moment is uh, 39 hot air balloons are floating in the atrium of the hospital. Oh and these were made by our artists and residents along with members of the community, patients, staff. They all designed um, a hot air balloon each and we have the popular popular mache balloons. 
very colourful, colourfully displayed in the atrium, and uh, it's called "The Sky's the Limit." The name of the installation. So there's lovely, lovely pieces of art and things around the hospital, and if, if you see those, they are generally there because of the arts and health program. Brilliant! Not, not a bad way to spend your day. Yeah, I know. It's just trying to, you know, create a, a warm and interesting environment for people. You know, while they're going through something, it, it can be. It can really, it can change someone's day even just to see, see a piece of art or hear a piece of music. Like we'd often have live music as well in the atrium and we have another musician in residence as well that goes around different wards and, and performs music for patients. So it's, it's that, that program is called the Soothing Sound program as well. So there's loads going on, you know. Are you kind of, I know you mentioned COVID and how much of, yeah, are, are you finally kind of returning to some sort of normality? Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, the COVID, COVID completely transformed our work. Uh, we, we had to move a lot online. Um, you know, we had to come up with different ways to create resources for patients so that they could access music and art online. And we had to reimagine things. But it's great now finally to be back with face-to-face work and... Um, we can tell by the by the by the reaction from patients that how much it was missed as well, you know. Um, so it's it's been it's been a great year that way. But now it's getting busy and busy again. Now you know we're we're we're, we're getting back nearly to where where we used to be. Nearly, not yet though. Oh. Um, like we have culture nights coming up now, and we can finally run events again. Um, have you anything planned for culture nights? Uh, we're we're doing uh, we're doing some live performances on the wards in the atrium of music. And we're doing um, an art st- an art stand in the in the atrium, so patients and staff can come down and, and make a piece of art on their lunch break or a tea time or whatever. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, we 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 actually give out a little activity sheet to all the patients that day as well. So we're well, a sheet of kind of like little fun games and things like that stuff for patients to, to do. So that's that's kind of our plan this year. Um, but it's great to have the the events back on, you know. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, Clara, one more time, what are we looking for? Yes, it's Our Voices, TUH Community Choir, starting up on Monday the 19th of September. I'm running for 10 weeks with a performance then at the end on the 29th of November in Rural Red. So 10 weeks of rehearsals and one performance and maybe one or two more, you never know if we get famous. Uh, <laughs> so, and rehearsals will be Mondays uh, from 11am till 1215 so that's the kind of commitment level. And it's free to sign up. And it's going to be a fun, dynamic uh, kind of a way to be social, but through through the magic of singing and uh, directed by myself. And to sign up, you can either phone us in the Arts and Health Office in the hospital on 01414-2076 or email artsandhealth at tuh.ie. Oh, and we're looking for outpatients. Uh, of the hospital and they can definitely bring along a family member or a friend or a carer with them to the to 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 join with them so that's that's important as well to say yeah. brilliant tara thank you very much and i, I do wish thank you the you best of luck with it so there you have it uh clara monaghan um from tu dublin or tu dublin tu uh or tala hospital um, looking for uh, people who can sing or not sing, uh, as the case may be. Uh, I should be joined now by uh, Neve Dunphy. Neve, are you there? Yes, you are. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can. That's okay. It's all my. Thank God. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's all my. Um, what should we say? It's all my issue uh, this week. Uh, new system. Well, how new, are we? 
Well, we're, no, we're, we're I'm better now than talking to you, so that's fine. Uh, well, you have uh, you've had some stuff on. Yes, a lot actually. Right. Well, so, we 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 only have so much time, Eve. Let's get into it. So to start off this week, I went to see the wonderful Paolo Nicini in the Olympia. Absolutely amazing gig. Like genuinely, easily my favourite gig I've been to this year. And you know, I got to a concert there. Yeah, and I think the Olympia is uh, a bit of a favourite of yours too. Yeah, well... Or is it fair? No, possibly, possibly a bit of a love-hate relationship. Yeah, but a bit of a love-hate relationship now because I'm still placed in front of... I'm now placed in front of the pillar where they have the wheelchair facing uh, um, for us. Like, because it would be a bit annoying that way because I think I've mentioned this before but if somebody didn't have a rider on the chair they'd find it very difficult to see. Right. Maybe it's just short especially, especially for that gig in particular, because the whole like venue was absolutely packed out. Because, as you know, the Olympia is quite small. I actually can't remember the capacity of it, to be honest. But it's, relative, it's relatively small in comparison to most things, as you know. Yeah, but still easy enough to get in, get it in and out of. Yeah, very easy, very easy to get in and out of. This time, I actually got the to be a bit different I got the bus in and it literally drops you more or less outside the door excellent so very 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 handy to be literally able to get to be literally able to get the bus more or less away from the door to my house so was uh, Paolo on his own or did he was he uh, somebody in support he had a support act who interestingly enough I went to school with her name is Effie she's up and, she's up and coming relatively Starting to get relatively big this year. She's done the likes of Longitude, and I think she might have done Mini Set at Glastonbury as well this year. Oh, very good. She's only 23, but it's kind of like R&B sort of meets folk sound. It's very good. And quite a, I felt really proud of her, though, mostly because like, I knew her. We were in the same reg class in school. Right. So you, you uh, have a certain amount of ownership. Not really. I was just very proud well, that's fair enough. Like, I mean, you went to school with her. You know, you own a part of that. Yeah, true. So, look, but I never, t- I never take partial credit for anything, you know. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. Are, so, how did Paolo, how, how Paolo Latini get on? Paolo Latini was absolutely fantastic. As you know, he's one of my favourite artists ever. But, interestingly enough, obviously, this um, tour was to promote his new album. But, for his older songs, like the likes of New Shield and stuff, he did a kind of mashup between like three different sort of older songs to fit them all in to, uh, to, to be able to fit them all into a set. The one thing that I found very interesting was he did about four encores because the crowd didn't want him to leave. They were so loud. It's, yeah, that sounds almost unusual now. Yeah, very. To the point where his last song was actually a cover of Ride On by Christy Moore. <laughs> Oh, I wonder what Christy said yeah, about now. Um, <laughs> and fair enough now, it'd be kind of going, Paolo, I'll be wanting a few quid for that there now. Yeah. No, but that venue, that venue was actually the most the most packed I've ever seen. Like, for we need to get in and out of the little box thing. There's like, there's like a little, there's like a little ramp thing that I would normally have to go up to get into it. Right. And if I wanted to, if I wanted to get out to go to the toilet around, it wouldn't have happened because there's people standing behind that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. 
to a point where actually a random man touched my head and it was all very uncomfortable. I was like, what the hell? Oh, creepy people. So, so yeah, so it was that, it was that, it was that kind of a situation. Mm, no, not very comfortable. No. But in we're going to have to get you a taser Eve or some uh, mace or something. I know. A little bit of pepper spray. I feel spray. like you need to just like, attach a taser to your wheelchair. Yeah, you probably should. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it won't be no harm. You'll probably electrocute yourself, but it will be funny. <laughs> well, I can't see any worse than like what my father's doing to me as a bitch, huh? No, that's true. And then we won't be able to tell the difference. Has Neve just tasered herself or is she having a spasm? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Let's just watch. If she's smoking, she electrocuted herself. Well, to be fair, my hair's pretty frizzy anyway, so you wouldn't tell the difference whether I electrocute myself. Yeah, let's not talk about your hair. Let's not talk about your hair. Right, listen, before I have to kick you off, you were also um, out again in Clondalkin on Thursday. Yes, I was at the Dalkin Cellar Open Mic Night in East uh, Village Coffee Cafe here in Clondalkin. So, generally, how that works is performers go along, put their name into a bowl, and then um, their name gets gets picked out, and each, like, in no particular order, each one one goes up and does two songs, each, or a poem, each, or, like, anything, anything amongst that creative, uh, like, that creative spirit itself. So, there was was a lot of them, I've only got to talk about a few, just to put it all in. So, personal favourites of mine... Or two people that I've had as track of the week on the show, Luke Clerkin and Taylor D. Fantastic as always. Very Their good, yeah, different. yeah. I do, Their I do like a bit of Luke. Said again. I do like a bit of Luke. Yeah, Luke's fantastic. That and like I've known him years, so it was just nice to kind of sit and have a chat as well. Um, and then there was a spoken word poet called Barry. I may get his name on Barry Crate. Uh, for a villain, I think it was, but his, like, anybody that has appreciation for uh, spoken word poetry out there, please go check out Barry. He's so good. I was, like, mesmerised. You know? And another, like, young artist to mention is a girl called Chantelle Holt. She, perform- she performed uh, two songs with her parents as, like, a trio, and then she did two songs herself, and, like, her- again, her voice is just unreal, so... You can check all them out on Instagram. I have a video of all the performances from that night in um, my Instagram highlights under um, Dalkin Sella Open Weekly. Yeah, I did. I well, Yeah, I had a look at some of that myself. Um, what did you think? Oh, yeah, no, there's some great stuff in it. Um, but my attention span isn't that long, so I didn't get to watch it all, to be brutally honest. Yeah, to be fair, I was just, I was just kind of film, purposely kind of filming one song each, so I wasn't constantly holding the phone up. Yeah, in case you had a spasm. That too. That too. Like, see if it's weird like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be worse. So, any other highlights over? Uh, high, highlight was as well probably would be Taylor D performed in, Taylor D performed a new single that. It should hopefully be out. Before, should hopefully be out before the end of the year. If you want to, if you want a glimpse of that again. Go check out my check out my Instagram story because she allowed me to record it. Okay, very good. And coming up, uh, coming up, um, this Friday I have my first 
uh, major uh, gigability review at Nathan Mack's film and album launch in the Walkman's Club. He did, he did mention in his interview that I did with him earlier. He said he's not letting a whole lot of people in just so you're going to make sure you have space. Oh, bless him. Yeah, that's pretty frightening, to be honest. That sounds about right. Neve, I'm going to wish you the best of luck for Friday. I'm going to have to wind it up. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's been fantastic. I will have technology sorted out again. Uh, I will, honestly. Uh, no question about it. Yeah. So, this yeah. has been Dan Dara on Dublin South FM. Um, I have been uh, Dara McNicholas without my co-host, uh, partner in crime, uh, the amazing Dan Airy. He should be back next week. Um, all going well. Um, you know, if he's not, um, eh, you know, uh, there'll be questions at the AGM, uh, you know, but um, between now and then, um, stay safe, um, mind yourselves and, uh, you know, look after one another. And uh, if you see any politicians, you know, poke them in the ear and uh, tell them to start uh, spending some money on people who need it. You are listening to Dublin South FM on 93.9. この番組は地域密着型を目指しています。You wouldn't buy a car without knowing its history. So why would you buy a story without knowing who 